yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is hecka boring. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. No, nothing I can think of right now. Oh, we're fucking boring. This is Stand Up Dads. This is Rob. And Mike. <laughs> I just went blank. This. That's a problem is we just can't remember anything that's happened during the last week. That's <laughs> just so sad. Well, I do remember that this is our 150th actual episode. That's really cool. So thank you guys for listening. For all of you guys that have been here from the beginning, if there are any of you, thank you so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike. Couldn't have done this without you. And this. thanks to Nick, because if it wasn't for him getting me on his podcast, we never would have started this. Yeah. So hopefully, I don't know how many more of these we're going to do, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I'm all beat, because yesterday my kid had a lemonade stand. <laughs> you guys, yeah, that's pretty awesome. It, came, it looked like it came out great. I know it did, but it was just kind of... A lot of work, and it only cost me 90 bucks for him to make 65. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to sell it on the face of the sun yeah. out here. Like, what did it get to? I think it got to like 101. <sighs> <laughs> Which is like nice weather here. It's like, oh, it's a cool day. <laughs> no, it was fucking horrific. Uh, but thankfully, we had really cool neighbors, and they came by, and you know, I mean, the fact that he made 65 bucks on a stupid lemonade stand. Yeah. I mean, we did have, like, we had biscotti for sale. We had Rice Krispie treats. We had Madeleines. Yeah. You put a lot of work into it. I don't know. And the decorations were, you know, everyone was like, wow, this is really nice. It looked like it should be a stand at, like, a fair or something like that. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, And it was just in our stupid driveway. So, yeah, thanks to all the neighbors because they were really cool. And now Owen wants to do this like every week. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause he's like, I made this much. Yeah. And he doesn't realize two things is one, eventually I'll go broke. Yeah. And two, it's like the novelty wears off, you know, it's like cute for now, but it's not cute if it's out there every week or no. every month. And, and they're not going to want to be like, oh, I'm not going to get lemonade again. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a reason Girl Scout cookies only go once a year. Yeah. And, you know, you look forward to it. Oh, this is great. Not that anyone looks forward to my kid's lemonade stand, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's it's a novelty. It is a thing that you want to, like, yeah, let's go get it, you know? Yeah, I'll drop five bucks at a kid's lemonade stand just because, oh, that's cool. You know, here you go. But if it's out there every week, it's like, yeah, go get a job, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Kim was like, well, maybe. You're going to have to start spiking it. Oh, you know what? Adult lemonade. (laughs) I did have a bottle of vodka in my cooler. Did you? Yeah, was so it just for you or for people? That no, came? for some of the parents. I was like, hey, we got a little something extra if you're interested. And they're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much? I'm like, it's nothing. Because <laughs> legally sp- you can't sell vodka. I'll spike it for you. Yeah. So I won't name names, but <laughs> a couple of my neighbors had some nice uh, spiked lemonade and they were. They're, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you got to make it funny. worth a while. One of the moms, I was like, Want one for the road, and you're just like, ah, I really shouldn't because <laughs> she was actually driving. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, that's one thing that people growing up now don't get because we grew up in the era of one for the road. Oh, my god, yeah, <laughs> people just have it in their car, yeah, yeah, just kind of apparently, uh, in t- uh, some parts of Texas and Louisiana, you have drive through like daiquiri places and stuff. Oh, my god, <laughs> oh, it's not for me, it's for my passengers, okay, and <laughs> oh, my god, that's crazy. I heard a thing on the radio, I don't know, it was one of my 
like sports shows mm-hmm. that I'll listen to. But they were talking about how they couldn't, there were people from Texas and they were just like, they couldn't run their AC because their bill was like 750 Jesus. bucks. I had no idea that Tex, like yeah. Texas is. Well, uh, because they deregulated and that was their thing. It's just kind of. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, it sounds horrible. The promise was we can lower rates more than you could if you were regulated. Yeah, but you can also jack up rates a lot more than it, you can. It really sounded like for out here with a giant house, I'm getting mad if it's reaching near 300 bucks yeah. or something, but 750 or, or that That's high. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That just made me like go, what the? Like, they keep that quiet when they say, come to Texas, yeah. it's so much cheaper. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, don't Except look at that, that bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you got to be here. <laughs> huh? And you got to be in Texas. I'm sure there's nice parts of Texas. I have just never seen them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know we have a lot of listeners in Texas. My so cousins live there. They love it. So, yeah. just a. I used to have but, to go to Houston a lot for work. Yeah. And I just wasn't. It blew my mind because, you know, growing up in the Bay Area, if you drive on the freeway without traffic for 10 minutes, you've driven through like five towns. Yeah. And in Houston, I remember driving on their, oh God, what do they call it? The Beltway? And we'd drive for like 20 minutes. I'm like, where where are we now? Like, what are you talking about? I'm like, what city are we in? I'm like, you're in Houston. <laughs> so you could drive for like an hour in Houston and you're still in Houston. Wow. It's huge. Yeah, it's not like here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, here every turn you're like, I'm in Carmichael. No, you're Citrus Heights. Yeah. Wrong again. No, it's Fair Oaks. Oh, exactly. it. Yeah, every yeah, just drive every here, turn I drive through five cities just <laughs> to get to your house. Yeah, every single one. Yeah, but like in the Bay Area, you drive down 101 from San Jose to San Francisco. You've driven through like a dozen cities. Yeah, you're like Newark, Union City, Haywood. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm sure there's some good parts of Texas. I just was not exposed to them. So, and it was also work. Yeah, you know, pretty much. That'll change everything. If yeah. You're like, well, I never get to go anywhere or do anything. Well, it was funny because they're like, hey, we're all going to the church. You want to come? And I'm like, fuck you. I don't want to go to the church. <laughs> the church. And, and they're like, no, no, no. You don't understand. The church, it was like something called St. James or something. Mm-hmm. It was a strip club. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're all fuck you. I'm not going to that church. I'm like, no, I'm still not going to that. But yeah, that was pretty much what I had was work or the promise of a strip club and getting back home and it was hot as shit yeah so anyway if you're a listener and you live in texas tell me why i should like it yeah uh <laughs> well or if the the bills really are that high like if it is that yeah. crazy or not i'm sure there's times where that stuff gets blown out but yeah yeah if you're living in a fucking trailer park paying 600 bucks a month in ac jesus yeah man like that's that's significant hits there if you if it goes up that high. Okay, so this week we're going to do a bad dad extravaganza for our 150th episode. Got a bunch of people to make us feel better about being shitty parents sometimes <laughs> ourselves. Yeah. The first story, not quite a dad, but it's a father. Father James Jackson arrested in Kansas. He's a Rhode Island priest who was arrested on federal and state child pornography charges in October of last year. Oh, my God. He was arrested again in Kansas for allegedly violating the conditions of his release. So he was allowed to go to Kansas because I guess still waiting to go to court and all that. And he yeah. was released on bail. Okay. I don't know what they don't say what he did to violate it. Yeah, he was arrested for violating terms of his release. He's being transported to the District Court of Rhode Island to face charges there. The Rhode Island charges came after state police had executed a search warrant that day at his parish and arrested Father Jackson after determining that he was the owner of large amounts of child sex abuse material found on an external hard drive in an office area near his bedroom. Jesus. What the fuck? I 
just don't get. I don't get the people it. that. And who? I don't know. Just so, well, obviously he must have picked his uh, vocation. Well, <laughs> I wonder how much it would help if you let priests have normal relationships. I don't know because to me, this is these type of things are so like twisted and perverted that it kind of feels like would anything really stop someone from being this way if they were this well, I wonder like how they... did that become like i i can't see like oh i couldn't get married so then i of course i became a crazy pervert I know, but <laughs> it's I, like becoming a serial killer for, not I, even I so much getting married just let them get some you know just, i think if you're allowed to be you know with a woman or a man whatever you're inclined to you're less likely to go down that rabbit hole to think but I don't know. I, yeah, but see, the, the problem for me with it is, like, that would make sense if he was, like, I don't know, like a rapist or something. Yeah. Like, this, to me, is, like, how does it then translate to children? Like, to me, no matter what, there's something wrong there. And and how did that even become that way, you know? I want to know. Do they do background checks like they do for teachers? For Probably not. And then my thing is, okay, look. You wrap, you get a priest, you sit him in a chair and wrap like a blood pressure cuff around his junk <laughs> and show him all sorts of nasty porn. <laughs> and if he gets excited about the wrong stuff, just throw him in jail. <laughs> just throw him in jail no matter what. It's like, oh, uh-uh, you got pretty excited when that schnauzer walked in. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. Or I could just be bitter for not being cute enough for our priests. <laughs> <laughs> it says the state charges were dropped as a procedural move in January because the federal charges would have carried more weight. Okay. So apparently federal charges for distributing child porn are punishable by up to 20 years in federal prison. Nice. With a minimum mandatory term of five years. So yeah, his trial is set for September. He's no longer out on bail. You know, I think one of those things is if you can just say, forgive me and get over it. <laughs> <laughs> this one I thought was kind of funny. I would wish I could have seen it happen. Yeah. Kids jump from father's van in Cape Coral as their dad overdosed on drugs. Oh my God. So he was driving? Holy shit. A father was arrested in Cape Coral after overdosing in his car, causing his kids to jump out of the vehicle. Oh, my God. <laughs> On July 15th, this is last week, Cape Coral police responded to the scene of an accident where they found Hector Lewis Negron, 39, passed out behind the wheel of his car. Not far from the vehicle were his two children, who witnesses said jumped out of the car while it was rolling down the road. So it wasn't like highway speed. It was just, they, were, they were smart. They were just yeah. like, okay, see you, Dad. So, so yeah, your kid's got to go American Ninja and roll mm. out of the car. Yeah. It doesn't say how old the kids are. Mm. And then, yeah, they were talking to a neighbor who said it wasn't, was not expecting to see this on a, outside on a Friday afternoon when the ambulance and fire department got there. Uh, he was unconscious, and the paramedics were removing him from the vehicle to be taken to a nearby hospital. When they took him to the hospital, a needle was found in Negron's pocket. According to the report, Negron later admitted to using Kratom, K-R-A-T-O-M. What the hell is that? It's a legal opioid alternative. So I looked it up, and Kratom, Kratom, whatever, is a tropical tree native to Southeast Asia. Consumption of its leaves produces both stimulant effects in low doses and sedative effects in high doses and can lead to psychotic symptoms and psychological and physiological dependence. Oh, my God. And it's legal. Apparently. Ugh. So hopefully no one gets the idea like, oh, let me try that. Yeah. Luckily, no one was injured at all, not even the kids that jumped out. He's currently sitting in jail on a $27,000 bond for a handful of charges, including DUI, possession of drugs, and child neglect. Now, if it's possession of drugs, I thought it was legal. Yeah, that's weird. I don't get that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I wonder, like, it sounds like the kids were smart enough to be like, okay, dad's in one of his things now. It's sad. It sounds like they've been through it before. Like, jump from the guard as, yeah. we, no, as we do. At, you know, no, dad's on the spike. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, as we do. It's like, oh, he's just nodding off again. Okay, this one made me sad. This is the one that you get mad at. Oh, no. Because uh, <laughs> it just brings everything to a screeching halt. Yeah. A dad in Florida allegedly locked his daughter's three dogs in a car for three days in the heat, which eventually led to their deaths. The 72-year-old man, Felton Charles Henderson, is now being held in jail. Uh, Why the fuck would you do that? And I'm noticing, okay, so two out of three stories based in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take that as you will. (laughs) His daughter was getting ready to go out of town for a couple of days and left her dogs with him so he could watch them. She left her father with supplies for the dogs, but the father allegedly locked them in a Toyota Camry without anything. Why? I don't know. It's like, how pissed are you at your daughter? I know, man. I mean, he's only 72, but I'm wondering like if there was dementia or something like, yeah, I don't know how you could do something like that. And the thing is you lock it in your own car. Yeah. I mean, dogs are just going to crap in there and. Right? I don't know. It makes no sense. She left water, food, everything that needed he needed to take care of the dogs. When the daughter got back into town, she went to pick up her pups, and her father brought her to the car to show her the dead dogs. What the fuck? Oh, my God. And brought her over to see them. It's like, oh, here's your dogs. While she was gone, the temperature in Cantonment, Florida, was over 90 degrees Fahrenheit in all three days that the man kept the dogs Which they would have died just from the water. Yeah. Yeah, regardless. So he, he let them have horrible deaths. Yeah. And, you know, he locked it in. He knew full well what would happen. He has now been arrested and charged with animal cruelty, rightfully so. And no reasoning. I mean, who knows? I mean, uh, journalists out there, please don't do a better job. <laughs> yeah, we would like to know. I think it's you're looking for just like, look at this fucked up headline and then just give you very little info. Yeah. Although, good job because it got my attention. Yeah. But, you know, as far as I'm concerned, don't worry about arresting the guy. Just lock him in a th- car for three days and there see what go. happens. Yeah. It's like if you walk away from it, you're free. Yeah. You're uh, eye for an eye. There you go. Makes me. How could you do that to your... It's messed up on so many levels because just the animal cruelty part is bad enough, but then to do it to your daughter and then walk her over to show her. I mean, did he hate the dogs? Did he hate the daughter? <laughs> he he must have hated it, them both. I, I can't understand how you would be like, oh, sorry, and let her find them like and show like, I did this. Like, you know? I mean, shit, once I hit a stuffed animal for my kid for like five minutes and I felt horrible. <laughs> Why did you hide it? Oh, because he was being mean. <laughs> oh. Uh, he has like the stuffed cat that he loves. He calls it Caddy. Yeah. And he was like beating the shit out of it. I'm oh. like, oh, she's going to run away. And I took it away. <laughs> and I don't remember where I put it, but it just, awesome. he was like so upset. I'm like, oh God, how would I do this to the poor kid? You got to stop beating. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, if, if you, you promise, love it, you, you better have. Back. Okay, okay, whatever. And I gave it back. And man, I couldn't handle and did he start beating it right away? Like, no, don't you was ever run cool. away again. You're like, oh, no, no. oh, no. No, he was like <laughs> doing shit like typical boy stuff, like drop kicking it and shit like that. And just, you know, it's what boys did, you know, it's just stupid. It doesn't make it okay. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, he's nice to Caddy now. <laughs> so he's not terrifying you of his, like, yeah. of behavior that, like, he's like, if you ever leave me again, I'll strangle you. Yeah. What did you say to Caddy? Nothing, Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, But yeah, I hit it for like five minutes and I was like overcome with guilt. I break real easy on that stuff too. Yeah. 
No, but I think the lesson was learned. Like, don't be yeah. mean to your animals, you know, yeah. stuffed or otherwise. Yeah. Okay, this one, I have to admit, I'm an idiot. The headline reads, Okay, mom arrested after children found alone with massive amount of marijuana. And I read okay as like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Not Oklahoma. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn it, you're an idiot. Because in the first line, an Oklahoma mother is facing felony charges after her children were found wandering at a northwest Oklahoma City hotel. Oh my God. This is just from last week. On Wednesday morning, Nika Calderon's seven-year-old and two-year-old children wandered at the executive inn. Officers arrived. They found the two kids in the room alone. Knight, who was the manager at the hotel, stated that there was an overwhelming smell of marijuana coming from outside the room, leading police to a large amount of weed and weight scales. So, you know, obviously it was there, you know, not just for use, but to package and sell. Mm -hmm. And uh, cops confiscated 719 grams of weed. And for those of us in the States, because this is in Oklahoma, that's about two pounds. So I was kind of, that's about 11 grand street value, which I'm kind of surprised it's that low. I mean, pot's gotten a lot cheaper than since we were kids. Maybe because it got legalized? No, even before that. Mm. But just to know that that's enough to make the room reek bad enough where you could smell it out in the hall. Yeah. I do remember when I was in my 20s, I went to a uh, party at the band house at UC Berkeley. I don't know that. It was like their frat. It was like the equivalent of a frat house, but just oh. band members lived there. Oh. And I remember getting up on one of the floors and the second you got opened the door to the hall, you were just punched in the face with the smell of weed. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. How much weed is in here that you need to, that I would do that? Yeah. It all came from one room. Wow. This guy converted his room into like, so he had like a five drawer dresser. Yeah. And like the top drawer was the, he would use that to dry it out. So like the top drawer was fresh then down below. And then when you get to the bottom, they were all dried out. I probably still smell like pot from being in that room 20, 30 years ago. Wow. It was, oh, it was hilarious. Yeah. That one I could see, but he probably had like 10 pounds of pot in that room. That he was growing. And he had it like hanging like it was like streamers. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, this is why your parents are paying for Berkeley. Oh, my God. The children seemed to understand what it was and where it was, so they're responsible. (laughs) They're the ones that, yeah. According to the manager, she told police that she left the kids because she had to take her boyfriend home. (sighs) Oh, my God, man. You know he's a winner because he needs a ride home. And they're just like, yeah. Get a fucking Uber. It's so weird that, like, I just can't even put my mind into where people can just say like stuff like that like oh of course i had to do this like you know what else am i gonna do with those kids bring them with you yeah (laughs) the hell man yeah don't leave them wandering on the hell or get into the marijuana well that's what they how they wrap it up the children are safe and were placed in with a family member thankfully they did not get into the drugs and were unharmed i'm like what are they gonna do with pot just start going into goat mode and just start mowing on it unless they know how to use it from seeing and mimicking you know yeah but still i mean just what are they gonna do to start eating raw pot yeah dude i never was able to roll a joint (laughs) i don't think a seven-year-old could do it unless maybe hey she's putting her kids to work yeah this one i'm torn on bad mom or or not Mm. the Article starts with a quote, I was protecting my kids. Milwaukee mother accused of road rage tells her story. So apparently in Wisconsin, Racine, Wisconsin, deputies closed I-94 to arrest Leishla Rios Del Val of Milwaukee. 
She was accused of flashing a gun during a road rage, in, road rage incident and was arrested for intentionally pointing a firearm at another and disorderly conduct. Okay, so she was telling the cops that she was driving to Illinois with her two young kids to pick up supplies for her business when a merging car forced her towards another vehicle. They didn't collide, but the other driver continued to follow her, brake check her, and swerve at her. And I hate when that crap happens. Yeah. yeah. And I've been in cars where people do that shit. Yeah. They do the crazy thing and then follow you like it's your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, she got tired of it, held up her unloaded handgun, and he moved off. Yeah. But the other driver who was brake checking her called 911, and she was pulled over and arrested. Ridiculous. Yeah, that guy probably was doing way more dangerous stuff with so, the car. She felt like she was in imminent danger of losing her life, and yeah. she had her kids in her car. First of all, why the fuck do you have a gun in your car? <laughs> At the same time, you know, if it was, like, my wife, and she was in a car, and someone was doing that shit to her, I'd be yeah. happy if she did something like that. Yeah, yeah, especially if they, yeah, because that shit happens all the time. I know. And they never come to get those guys, but they'll come for that, yeah. I mean, I know you have road rage things, mm. but you're nowhere near as bad as some people I've been in. Yeah, not like, like that. Where you're in it and they actually will miss their exit because they just need to get even with a dick that cut them off. Yeah. Like, what you had to chase them. Yeah. Why are, are you doing this? Just. Yeah. It's over. The guy probably doesn't even know what he did. Yeah. Yeah. That happened coming home the other day. Just me and Olivia were driving and I don't know. The guy behind us just got mad, but there was nowhere to go other than right in front of us. But they drove mm-hmm. on the the non-area shoulder. Mm-hmm. To then get in front of us and just slam on their brakes. Dicks. But there but there was nowhere it was completely confusing and like, man, what the like what the hell? Like Yeah, they just wanted around us. It's like I'm in a little car, you're in a giant car. You must see yeah. that there's a line of cars. There was nowhere to go other than it just I think they get mad and they want to take or maybe I'm gonna you screw cut over them off car. somehow and didn't realize it. I don't think so. Because there have been times where I go, oh, fuck, did I do that? <laughs> you know what? Oh, you know, coming out of Winco, yeah. a guy was speeding to get like out, but he still had a couple like speed bumps to hit. Yeah. So I was turning from the, there's like a side parking so area. cut in front of him in his Yeah, eyes. so why turn? And I still was out of the road before he even reached where yeah. I was at. But yeah, he still flipped he me like off. That. and yeah, yeah, he was like, you knew I was speeding i was gonna get there eventually but but the (laughs) the funny thing was like i'm already like by the time i saw that he was flipping me off he he was just reaching the actual exit it's like yeah so i can tell you it could have been that where it's like he was like that motherfucker i have a few cringeworthy ones i remember once i was with kim and the kid and we were in el dorado hills and it was an area just really saturated with cars and i found a parking spot and i just jumped right into it yeah and there was someone that was like honking at me and cause I did kind of do an asshole left turn to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck this guy. And then as I was walking away I'm like, Oh shit, I think that guy was waiting for the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you apologize for that? It's like, Oh, I'm an ass. Then you realize it. Yeah. It's like, oops. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I had that coming. Sorry. So yeah, I've had people get mad where the spot opens and they're trying to speed down the road mm-hmm. to get to it. And you take it and they're like mad because it's like, I guess it's like, why am I blinker on? You know, it's like, but, Sorry. but I'm right here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I clearly got to the space before you could. Okay. So we're going to wrap up with a story of a father and son getting arrested together because, you know, 
the family that breaks laws together <laughs> stays together. <laughs> He's trying to teach him life skills. Exactly. Well, this is an interesting life skill that is being taught. Father and son. Oh, another Florida story. Oh, no. Three out of six in wow. Florida. <laughs> Father and son arrested for living in a home that isn't theirs. <laughs> Yesterday, officer, this is, uh, shit, this is just from a couple days ago. Officers arrested a father and son for breaking into a home and living there while the homeowners were away in Michigan. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Two individuals were later identified as David Benson, 52, and Adam Benson, 25. A father and son who claimed to have been living in the home on Gordon Drive for the past six days. Wow. Naples police officers responded to a call. According to the police report, the owners returned home only to find the two men, a cat, and a dog in their residence. Oh my God, they brought their whole family with them. There had also been noticeable changes to the home, including furniture being moved. Oh my God. Closets they... rifled through and proof that both laundry and bathroom facilities had been used. Oh my God, they fully moved in. <laughs> How do you prove that the bathroom is used? Like there's pee on the seat? They probably, yeah. <laughs> that means they left it fucked up. We heard a coworker say that people had been parking back there and fishing behind the house. Oh it's like God. a vacation. Uh, <laughs> wow. When asked by the homeowner why he was there, so imagine coming over a vacation, you see two people living in your house. Yeah. David Benson, the dad, told them he, he and his son were there to watch the sunset and that the doors of the home were wide open. Oh, my God. The police report... Uh, did show that there was no signs of a forced entry. Uh-huh. When questioned by officers, the elder Benson claimed that the victim's son allowed him to be there. He then altered his statement and said that the code enforcement requested that the Benson's assistance in maintaining the lawn due to overgrowth. What? And that a neighbor who lived up the street authorized them to be on the property. Oh my God. <laughs> Imagine trying to come up with lies where you're like, you know we can instantly just ask. Yeah. Well, then they asked the son asked him the same questions, and he said that his dad brought him to the property and that they had been in and out of the home for the past six days. Wow. The two men were arrested and charged with burglary. And oh, so he wasn't, he wasn't blaming the people that lived there? He blamed his own son? No. Well, he said that the victim, the, so the people, the people that own the home, yeah. the dad said that, oh, yeah, their son said it was okay for us oh, to be okay, here. Oh, okay. And then he changed it to the neighbor up the street said it was okay. I see. Stay here. Okay. So they're arrested and charged with burglary and trespassing. Both of them remain in custody. Wow, that's crazy. So, and I, again, I ask, we've asked this before. Like, if you get arrested with your kid, do you go to the same prison? <laughs> I know. I, I'm curious. Just A family prison. It's like there's the juvenile court. And then well, because the-, the kid's 20-something. Yeah. So it wasn't like it's a minor. I think, no. I think they freaking send you wherever, yeah. But the balls to just hang out there and go fishing in their backyard. Ridiculous. <laughs> and and but uh, and then bring your pets. That's like we're fully yeah. gonna use this as a It's like, oh I don't like the couch over here. Let's move it over here. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, so thanks Florida for always being a source of entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> always bringing us the bad dads. Email us at thesteadupdads at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Subscribe, rate us, review us, tell a friend. It's how the show grows. If you want to hire someone to make an animation of some kids jumping from a moving van <laughs> as their dad overdoses, who would they reach out to? You reach out to Mike Gray Pencil for Hire, uh, pencilforhire.com or Pencil for Hire on Instagram. Check out our sponsor, Seattle Gummy Company. They make high-energy mocha shots where you get all the caffeine in a cup of coffee five times faster for half the price of what you would pay for a cup of coffee at a chain coffee shop. 
Mike loves the way they taste. I love the way they work. Click the link in the show notes, enter the code STANDUPDADS15 and get 15% off your order. Seattle Gummy Company, Stand Up Dad tested and approved, get shit done. And finally, get my side project, <laughs> the, stand, the gag on this podcast that's run by Big Nick. We interview comics from all over the country and have a great time doing it. Uh, last week it was just us, but that was a good time because we talked about uh, we kind of went into our bad dad from last week, the guy who had the two daughters that he, one of them he married. Oh my God. Apparently we somehow got into glory hole etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> so if that sounds interesting to you, check out gag on this podcast <laughs> until then. Thank you for listening to us for 150 episodes. We will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye bye. <laughs>